Hey guys, what's up? It's Carly J, and welcome back to another episode of Misery Loves Comedy. And thank you for tuning in. I know I've been on a bit of a hiatus recently. Um, I've just been depressed as fuck and also really busy and I just haven't had time nor have I even felt like doing a podcast, but that's okay. Here's your reminder that life gets hard, shit gets depressing. It's okay to take a break from things every once in a while, but you know, getting back to the things that you like is a good sign. And so even me thinking about doing a podcast made me feel better. So I figured, hey, might as well just go ahead and do one. Um, couple of things I wanted to touch on. Last month was Pride Month. So June, happy Pride Month. And this is a um, LGBTQ plus positive and supportive podcast and so if you don't support that um maybe this podcast isn't for you because we support that here um yeah and now it is july welcome to july it's my birthday month yay oh my gosh i'm gonna be 28 Ugh. And I know that that maybe doesn't sound like a lot to some people, but I'm creeping on 30, okay? And I haven't quite grasped that concept yet. I keep telling people that I'm just in my late 20s. I refuse to tell people that I'm almost 30. I don't think I will start telling people that I'm almost 30 until I'm like 29 and a half. (laughs) And then I'll finally accept a okay yeah, maybe I'm almost 30. Or I guess it depends on the crowd I'm hanging out with. Maybe I'll be hanging out with some older people and I'll just be like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much 30. But I haven't quite hit that stage yet. So until then, I'm in my late 20s. And maybe when I hit 30, I'll say I'm in my really, really late 20s. <laughs> I don't know. I never thought I'd be the person to be like, oh my god, I don't want to turn this this age. But here we are, me being, um, I'm not afraid to turn 30, I'm not afraid to turn any age, it's just really weird that here we are, like, not to be weird, but I never thought I'd make it this far, and so 30's like a milestone for me, man, each year I guess is a big milestone, but 30's a big one, I've lived for 30 whole years, and I still feel like I know nothing, I know a lot, but there's still so much to learn, ugh, like, I'm figuring out 401k, and retirement, and taxes, and all that stuff, just right now, mainly, not because nobody ever tried to teach me, mainly because I was never interested, um, so yeah, as you can tell, this is kind of a little bit of a rambly one, but I just had some what-the-fuck moments on my mind, and I just figured I might share some of them with you. Some are mine, some are my friends, but I just have some and I figured I might share a few just for a good laugh because like I said, I've been down in the dumps and I don't know what it is. Maybe the season's changing. Well, no, it can't be that because I guess it's been summer for a while, so scratch that. <laughs> um, 
well, I guess just transitioning from, like, spring semester to summer semester school-wise. And when one thing happens, I just can't do change. So then I start to fall apart and then get it all back together again. So we'll be all right. So if you're in that little stage right now where you're just in a funk, hey, I feel you. I'm here for you. I'm with you. And we've been here before. We're going to get through it again. It can get hard sometimes, but it doesn't stay like that forever. You know, like I say, just a bad day, not a bad life. And maybe it's just a couple of bad days, but it's not like that every day. So let's just talk about some really what the fuck moments. And I have to start with just one that, oh my gosh, just kills me every single time I think about it. Okay. (laughs) So the first thing is I was working at a restaurant when I was living in Ohio and mind you, I worked with an older girl. She was probably in her like mid forties and I didn't know until like way later on that she was smoking meth. You know, I don't know how I didn't know, but I was really naive around the time. I don't know. I think I was maybe like 20, 21 at the time. Anyways, she was always calling off of work and she had worked there for like five or six years and somehow she had always just kept getting her job back and rumor has it's because she was like boning the boss and I wouldn't be surprised if that's really what was going on. But regardless, there was a time where she was calling into work several times because her grandma was sick and her grandma was like her caretaker well she took care of her grandma but she lived with her grandma because she had nobody else to live with and whatever so one day she texted me and was like hey I was wondering if you would be able to pick up my shift um my my grandma passed away this morning and I don't really feel like going in and unfortunately, you know, I was working or I was in uh, um, Toledo, so I wasn't able to to work for her. So blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, so next day rolls around and she texted me again and she said, if you can come early, feel free. It was busy and I have to go straight to the hospital from here. And I said, I don't know how early I can be, but is everything all right? And she said, no, she's got all kinds of problems and she's getting worse, not better. They're taking her off the machines today. I have to say goodbye today. And here I am thinking like, hold up, your grandma died yesterday, but now she like randomly came back alive and is kicking, but having problems again, like good, good for her for popping back up. But I think she is, you know, crossed the, the bridge once I didn't think that could happen again so anyways that's not the uh, WTF part so me and her had similar looking cell phones mind you I took a picture like a screenshot of our conversation and I tweeted it and I said either my co-worker doesn't want to work or somehow her grandma has died two days in a row so I shit you not I'm looking for my cell phone everywhere and my phone's blowing up because I got like 75 favorites on this tweet. So people are seeing it. And then all of a sudden I turn around 
and there she is holding my cell phone and she said something along the lines of if you had a problem like you could have just said it to my face and I'm not kidding <laughs> I was absolutely speechless I could there was nothing I could say what could I say I mean, she, I was so busted, but so was she. Like, how do you explain your grandma dying two days in a row? And I think she was making up some excuse, like, no, like we thought she was going to die and you know, this, this and that. And I'm just like, okay, whatever you have to say, girl, whatever you have to say. So I straight up played myself on that one because she took my phone and saw it not on purpose you know, reminder, but oh my gosh, what the fuck? Oh God, another one comes from one of my cousins and this one just makes me scream. So she moved into some apartments when she was living in Georgia. And, you know, I can't even remember the full story, but basically one of her neighbors, they, you know, had passed by here and there back and forth. Hey, and eventually, you know, she invited him over for like a glass of wine or like, hey, you know, why don't you come over and have dinner or something? I don't know if it was like flirty, but my cousin's a really friendly person. So I have a feeling it was just like, hey, I want to be friends with my neighbor. You know, she likes to have connections. She knows a lot of people. Well, you know, I think he was giving her some weird vibes and, you know, they finished like a glass of wine or something like that. And eventually she's like trying to hint that he needs to leave and go home. And so she's like, okay, you know, good night. I think it's time for you to go. Like, you know, you should probably go. I'm going to head to bed. And he like wasn't catching the hint. And So I think at one point she just was like, okay, like, I'm going to go to bed, you know, please see yourself out. I'm going to go to bed. So she goes into her bedroom and lays there for a while and he's like not leaving. And the next thing you know, she is like stiff as a board in her bed, freaking the fuck out because here he comes into her bedroom thinking that she's asleep and he goes to the foot of her bed and unzips his pants and literally starts rubbing his dick and balls on her feet because she had her feet out of the blanket or he like pulled the blanket up and he was at the foot of her bed and he was like masturbating on top of her feet Uh, and okay if you obviously not too many people have been in this situation i'm not even gonna say if you've been in this situation then you would know but like nobody gets put in that situation very often but you can imagine as i'm just gonna go ahead and say as a woman when there is a man like that in your presence doing something like that it's kind of scary and you can just freeze and that's exactly what she did she just froze and so she just stood there and i don't know all of the details of if he finished or what but doesn't matter he was jacking off on her feet on her toes and then he left her house and the next day she had texted him like you fucking weirdo you sick pervert like i know what you did you will never talk to me again don't ever come near me again like you're disgusting blah 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 blah. like going off on him you fucking creep and 
I don't think he ever tried to talk to her again. I don't think he ever even tried to look in her direction. Just absolutely terrifying. I cannot even imagine what I would do in that situation. I can probably say I would have froze and done the same thing. Like, some of you are probably like, kick him in the balls. He's right there. But it's so fearful when you're in that situation. Like, no way. So I say I would have done the same thing. But in reality, what the fuck? Like, come on now. Seriously, neighbor from Georgia, you suck and you're weird and you're creepy. And I wish she did kick you in the balls. But maybe the next girl that you try and pull that shit on will kick you in the balls because you deserve it a thousand times. One time I went to Iowa to help open up a new restaurant that I was working at. And I went with one of my good friends. Um, so we worked, we we drove initially, it's only a few hour drive and, uh, we worked all day and finally our boss up there was checking us into our hotel and carrying our stuff. And mind you, we had some drinks, like when you're in the bar industry, you know, that's what you do to socialize, I suppose, unless you don't drink, then you don't, but you know, I did and we did so we went out and we were drinking and having fun and so he brings us to the hotel and we go up to the the room and our boss is like carrying our luggage and everything and we unlock the door and (laughs) we open it up and there's some woman in the room who had just like showered and was getting ready and everything like that mind you i'm gonna go ahead and say she's probably a prostitute or like somebody who was homeless or something and she's like oh i'm so sorry i'm getting ready to leave and me being just like dipsy i'm like oh you're good girl like it's okay don't worry about it like we'll wait for you to go and i'm just like chilling acting like everything's cool and my friend is like uh fuck no we're getting out of here right now she i'm pretty sure she started crying because she was so freaked out and i was like yeah it's cool and my manager was like yeah no you're you're not staying here so he actually let us stay at his um house for the weekend while we were they're working and I will never ever forget that because every single time I go to a hotel now it's probably been oh I want to say six ish years since that's happened every single time I go to a hotel I always think of that and make sure that if there's a prostitute in my room then I'm going to make sure I switch rooms, probably hotels, but also not welcome her and tell her that I'll just wait for her to get ready because at that point I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just wait for her to leave and then we're just gonna snuggle up in these beds. Like I was not thinking at all. So long story short, uh, I found a prostitute in my hotel room in Iowa. What the fuck? Another one I can just think of was when I was probably, I want to say like 16, 17, you know, I had just started like smoking and stuff like that. And all of our friends were broke. So we're scrounging up like 10 or $15 to try and get a little bit of devil's lettuce. And so we ended up getting it. And this was during the summertime where me and my friend would hang out with her boyfriend and 
some other friends. First of all, what the fuck moment was we found out after my friend and her boyfriend broke up that the boyfriend was actually telling people that he was dating me whenever they would hang out with friends like he would tell people I was his girlfriend and we didn't know that until way later because we ran into somebody that we knew and he was like oh why'd you two break up and I was like me no they were dating he's like oh he always said you guys were dating I'm like (laughs) no what the hell ain't no way anyways when all of us were hanging out one night we ended up going to get a little bit of weed whatever so we get our bag we go back and we're trying to smoke it out of a pipe and at this point we're like shotgunning it with each other to try and get the most <laughs> out of it because we're just like what can we do to savor it as much as possible well as we're going through the bag mind you there's not very much in there we shine the light in there and what do we see freaking nails like I'm not like industrial nails I'm talking like a toenail or like a fingernail like two toenails or fingernails in the bag so somebody was clipping their nails on the table and like just brushed it all into the bag oh god (laughs) and you want to know what we still smoked it though we were like (laughs) what so we I call it toenail weed to this day because I am convinced that someone was clipping their toes and brushed it in the back and I know you're probably thinking you're disgusting for doing that but you know what desperate times called for desperate measures as like a 16 year old so yep I'm gonna go ahead and say we smoked the toenail weed but what the fuck (laughs) don't judge me please (laughs) the next one comes from my roommate because now I'm absolutely scarred to go inside of Panera Bread because one time she went in with her friend and they were They ordered and you wait in line like you know you get a little buzzer or something and you just kind of wait in an area for your food to come up well they went and waited in this spot and this guy was sitting there with his girlfriend and he's like mean mugging my roommate and eventually leans over and is like do you think you could like stand somewhere else we're trying to enjoy our meal here and she's just kind of like okay um yeah I guess so they moved over a little bit you know mind you it's still in the area that people are waiting to get their food they chose to sit there this is open seating this isn't fine dining it's a seat yourself Panera bread so they moved a little bit and he's still like mean mugging her and was like you're still standing so close I asked you to move once and you're still standing there and she's like you know what this is the spot that people eat you chose to sit there so I'm waiting for my food like leave me alone and my roommate's not one for confrontation at all and so the fact that she just kind of like stood up to this guy is like okay dude like back off so they get their food and they go and they sit down at a table and she has her back facing these people and her friend's like Danny he's staring at us like he won't stop staring at us Uh, he's staring and so finally the friend was like we're trying to enjoy our meal. Can you just stop? Like, just stop. So, you know, they eat and they're just trying to, like, get the fuck out of there because they're like, dude, this is the most uncomfortable experience ever. So finally, you know, they're getting up to leave and or something. He basically like approaches them again at some point and is like, why are you looking at me? And she's like, 
you're staring at us and we're trying to enjoy our meal. Like this was said and done. Leave us alone. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know what? You're going to get what's coming to you. I'm like, what the fuck? They're eating at a Panera bread and this guy's sitting there like, you're going to get what's coming to you. Like you're going to get it. So they're like terrified to leave and go in the parking lot. I mean, this guy ended up leaving with his girlfriend and they ended up leaving and nothing else happened from there. But I, as well as she, are now scared and terrified and scarred to go into a Panera Bread inside again because this guy had no reason to do that. I personally think he's trying to look macho in front of his girlfriend but I don't think she was around for the whole thing. But if I was that girlfriend, I would have been absolutely mortified. And if it was that dude, I would be completely embarrassed. But good for my roommate for sticking up for herself. But to that guy at Panera, what the fuck? Go sit somewhere else. And why are you confronting people just trying to enjoy their meal? Like, you got some issues, dude. I'll lead this one in by saying people are not as dumb as you think they are. So I started a relationship with someone who was deaf when I was in high school. And this is pretty much what led me to want to become an interpreter. I do sign language interpreting. And I didn't know sign language really when I met him. He's kind of what sparked my interest and he helped teach me along with some other people. And mind you, side note... This is an all-inclusive podcast, so um, if you are deaf, you're able to read my podcast with um, closed captions. So if he is watching or, I guess, reading this, <laughs> listening slash reading this, um, you know who it is. You know who you are. Well, me and him, we pretty much like moved in together. We got a dog together, and then he got accepted into college in New York at a um like mechanical institute and I didn't know at the time you know deaf community is really small so they would him and his friends would FaceTime all the time and he would FaceTime this girl who I knew and I thought they were just friends because we were all really good friends and like I said I didn't know signs so I never really knew what they were talking about and over the course of living with him and hanging out with more people, I was learning more and more and more sign language. And eventually one day I ended up watching him and this girl's FaceTime conversation. And I was like picking things up as that of what they were saying. And they were talking about like they can't wait to see each other and they love each other and they miss each other. And he can't wait to move out and not live with me anymore so you can go see her and I'm like what in the fuck is going on right now like I was getting played this man was living in my house with our dog and everything and he was waiting to move to New York basically using me for a place to live and then I come to find out when he moved to New York he wasn't paying attention and the dog ended up getting hit by a car and dying and yeah him and that girl I mean they're no longer together or anything because she cheated on him surprise surprise you kind of got what was coming to you but uh, yeah um he was living with me while talking to another girl in another language well plot twist your girl learned that language and now that's my major and my career so don't play me because I will find out <laughs> I loved him enough to learn a whole nother language and that became my career and I busted him because he didn't think that I would uh would ever know as much as I do so what the fuck man oh god another one I could talk about forever but I will keep it short and sweet 
my best friend Kelsey was dating this guy for a while and how they had met was on Tinder because she was originally looking for a girlfriend and this guy was literally pretending to be the girlfriend the entire time so she shows up to the house he answers the door and she's like okay like whatever he said oh yeah she'll be home soon and you know they ended up kind of hitting it off and so they ended up kind of becoming a couple and he said that they were broken up and this this and that well turns out he was double dating um her and this other girl at the same time and they had no freaking idea eventually Kelsey found out so she ended up telling this other girl and the other girl was just kind of like fuck it I'm still gonna date this guy so this guy just had a vengeance out for my best friend Kelsey and I feel so bad because he put her through the fucking ringer I'm talking had her passport and refused to give it back and she literally called the police to try and get the passport back and he denied that he had it and he made a fake twitter account of her and was trying to sell her pictures like her nude photos and was trying to hit people up for money and make fake venmo accounts and everything like that like oh my god and then also when they were broken up way 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 later he would try and send her and then would try and send me videos because he knew we were friends of him having threesomes with like young girls mind you he was like 35 something like that and he was sending videos of him hooking up with like 18 or 19 year olds and it was just absolutely disgusting Like, this guy is crazy, and even still to this day, he is trying to ruin my friend's life. For whatever reason, we don't know, because he's just crazy. But this man is dangerous, a predator, and a freaking phony. Like, lied for months and months and months, held her stuff hostage, and is just a complete psychopath. So, for you, my friend, you know who you are. What in the fuck? My most recent one uh, happened to me. This would be the last one, but it was just so odd. I went to this person's house for like a kickback. It was supposed to be just like a little party gathering. Well, it turns out to be me and like three other guys. So did I know it was going to be a sausage fest? No. Fest? I don't even, wouldn't even call it that. Sausage gathering, (laughs) I guess you could say. Fine. So we're hanging out. And the guy who's hosting this is getting pretty lit. And at that point when I noticed, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to not drink. I had had like two beers. I'm like, I think I'm going to chill because this guy's kind of getting too much. And I feel like it's going to get rowdy if everybody gets like drunk. So he was prescribed some muscle relaxers, I suppose. And he decides to literally just take the bottle, pour some in his hand and take them. And immediately I'm like uh yeah this isn't a good idea so I'm like reaching out to some of my friends like hey I think I might need somebody to come get me you know a little bit of time goes by I'm contacting my friends and the next thing you know this man goes to the bathroom and then comes out butt naked like balls out dick out ass out shirt off shoes socks everything 
walk around his house like this is my house I can do what I want and the guys are just kind of sitting there like chilling like oh he does this all the time meanwhile I'm sitting there like uh what is going on what is happening right now because like this is not a normal thing for me you know dudes just walking around butt naked at the I want to say party but it's not kickback if it's even called that so I'm sitting there like what the fuck is going on right now oh my god and then the next thing you know, he's walking around like, yeah, I know my dick's small. Like, take a look at it. Like, I don't care if I have a small dick. Like, this is what I got. The Lord blessed me with this small dick. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, yeah, me, sorry. Yes, did pull out my Snapchat. Of course, I didn't, like, send it to a ton of people. But the person who was coming to pick me up sent that to her and was like, dude, uh, you need to come get me like right now. <laughs> so she ends up coming to get me and we just kind of debrief, debrief the situation. And the next morning I get a message from this guy and he's like, oh man, I was so lit. I don't even remember what happened, but I had such a good time from what I remember. I hope you had a good time. Let's kick it again. And I'm like, <laughs> blocked. No, never again. Um, I hope you and your proud little penis have many many more kickbacks to come but unfortunately I will not be a part of that so to that I just have to say what the fuck please keep your pants on when you're partying I mean unless it's a no pants party but it was unwelcomed and uninvited and I think I'd rather go without So I think that's going to wrap it up for this podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed what I had to talk about today. It was just kind of goofy rambling. Like I said, I've been a little down. And for those of you who've been down, it's okay. We all get there. And you might not know me, but reach out if you can. I'm here for you. Shit happens, life happens, and it can't always be freaking breezy, beautiful butterflies, rainbows, and unicorns all the time. Shit's hard life's hard we go through things and it's really easy to fake a smile sometimes but it's okay to know that you're not alone I get sad and I put on a front sometimes and sometimes I don't know when that sadness is gonna end so I want to say it's not a bad life it's just a bad day but then I almost want to say it's not a bad life it's just a bad couple of days Because sometimes this does last a little bit longer than we think it's going to, but that's okay. As long as you have just a couple of days to be sad, allow yourself that. Things are going to get better even when you don't think they are. I've had many a times where I thought things are just (laughs) never going to get better. I'm never going to see the sunshine. I'm never going to smile again. And then one day, poof. You know, like today was one of those days and I was sparked to do a podcast. So if you're listening and you made it this far thank you so much. Um, Even if it's just one person, you are the one person I suppose who can keep me going and the reason that I do this. So have a great day. I love you all and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Who knows what we're going to talk about. Remember, I'm Carly J. I love you all and have a great day.